and welcome to another episode of Game Sense, backed by popular demand ahead of the AFL Women's Draft. I'm your host, Liam Badkin, filling in for Michael Alvaro, who's away on a, a pretty cruisy holiday at the moment. And joining me today is Rookie Me Central Chief Editor, Peter Williams. How are you today, Pete? Yeah, really good. Looking forward to uh, getting into some content ahead of the AFL Women's Draft, so an exciting time. Yeah, it's a cracking time of year, and today's episode is a special one and focused on the AFLW Draft Guide, which was released on Monday night. What we'll do is we'll run through some key elements of the Draft Guide, the decision-making process behind creating it, and some of the parts that are not to be missed. Now, we'll start with the basic question here, Peter. Talk us through the process of creating the Draft Guide, You know what goes into it, how long it takes, and the design behind it, that sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Look, there's a lot of... Uh I guess, elements that go into designing it. First, we've, the profiles are done on the site. So that's the first point of call and, and they get loaded in. So that's rather the easy part. But the other elements that happen along the way is the fact that um, you've got to work out the order, you've got to pick a top 30, and then you've got to decide the content that goes in it. Um, so I know we'll talk about some of the elements within the profile shortly, but uh, a lot of the content uh, is sort of done behind the scenes and it's sort of just plugged in. But... Um, it certainly starts uh, quite a bit early on, usually in September or October. Um, of course, the draft being December. So it's usually a couple of months in the making. takes quite a long time. And, um, of course, at the same time, we're also doing the boys' draft guide, of course. So um, plenty of work on the agenda, but uh, it's definitely a, a long process, but one that's ultimately rewarding because uh, we can see what the end result is. And, and certainly... It, covers all the year's work uh, into a profile and there's plenty for everyone to see and do and and I know we're going to run through some stuff but there's a lot of uh, new elements to this one and um, yeah it's certainly the most comprehensive one we've done on the girls and uh, we're always looking to get better so that's certainly something that uh, excited to do and certainly from a, a design element it looks uh, slick as anything so really happy with how it turned out and um, yeah, really enjoy reading it once it's uh, out because uh, fruits of the labour and all that. So really exciting uh, to see the end result from it. Yeah, exactly. And and those who have downloaded it would have seen just how good it looks and how much you know details in there and how that hard work really has paid off. Now we'll touch on the full draft profiles themselves. They're all the eighty six draft combine invitees. Now just quickly talk about the the elements within those profiles, including the new rating system that we've got. Yeah, so um, first off, they've, uh, we split them into the pre-listed draftees. Our top 30 players to watch, so the ones outside those pre-listed draftees, the next 30 we sort of had roughly in order. And then, of course, the rest of the National Draft Combine invites. So as you said, there's 86 full profiles, so quite a, a fair chunk of, uh, I guess, uh, written work to see. But there's also a lot of visual there. So um, aside from their usual content, the profile itself and You've got their vitals in there. We added in this year a key trait, which just kind of uniquely described the player. Um, that way for people who are just kind of wanting to know, okay, what, how can I quickly describe this player? That's that's why we chucked that in, just as a point of difference too to the, the boys' draft guide. Um, the other stuff that's in here that's similar to the boys is obviously the draft range for the girls, which is a little bit trickier because we've obviously got pre-listed players. Um, that then takes the quality out of the top end of the draft and... And it's also got some stats and things like that. But um, all, all that stuff's in the boys and that's in the girls as well. Um, and of course, we've got the strengths and improvements, which you'll be able to read, really um, stand out uh, between the green and the red. Uh, and a lot of the time, we've also spoken to the athletes as well. So they're quite aware of what they um, 
are really good at and what they need to improve on, which is great. Um, but the the element you touched on uh, in the question was the new rating system. So we wanted to do something for the first time with the girls because previously we've only had the profiles and basically the um, uh, factual data such as statistics and, and their vitals. So this year we wanted to kind of do a bit of a rating system because we've done it for the boys for a few years now and we came up with four different elements to rate them on, which was fundamentals, athleticism, consistency, and footy IQ. Uh, and then we just rated them between uh, below average, average, above average, or elite. Um, now, obviously, the ones like the pre-listed ones or the very top-end talents are going to have quite a few of the above averages or elites or things like that. And as it works down the draft, that um, there might be more of the above average uh, and then more averages and, and things like that. So... Generally, we'll always err on the uh, the nicer side of caution, if you like, in the sense that if we're 50-50 between two, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll round up and, and go that way because it is, at the end of the day, an opinion. Um, but I think we had a nice balance in the end and it just gives a bit more of an idea into those players. And, of course, there's always going to be agreements and disagreements with that. But um, And it is, of course, just the four, so it's not uh, detailed, but... Uh, it just gives a bit of a summary and you can see that through the strengths and improvements and it kind of backs it up. So um, it's really just in comparison to the draft crop as well. So it gives a bit of an idea where they stand and, and what they do really well and what they could improve on because, uh, yeah, there's always things to improve on. So certainly uh, from that element, really excited to add that. And I think that's something that um, really looks good on the page. Yeah, well, you'd be hard-pressed to find... Well, to think of a bit of information that you can't see in this draft guide, it is that detailed and it's just the most comprehensive guide that you could ask for ahead of the AFLW draft. Now, there are also an additional 20 pocket profiles. How difficult was that to sort of get it down just to 20? Yeah, so it was a, a pretty tough task at the end of the day because clearly once you're outside the uh, comprehensive uh, you know, national draft combine profiles, you've got a, a heap of players. There's 586 uh, or thereabouts uh, that have nominated for the draft. So clearly there's a lot of players that you could put in here. So in the end, um, we ended up on the 20 just as a nice even number. Um, but it's not the only ones that we're going to um, promote. We've got a lot more going up on the side as well for some others. So we just wanted to pick a nice sort of, I guess, smooth number that highlighted a range of top ages players that played this year and a few mature ages as well who have performed pretty well over the journey. Uh, and then, yeah, just basically uh, go from there. So we ended up with those 20, and it's similar things to what the full pro profiles have, just a lot less um, in terms of, uh, I guess, the other, you know, the four elements and things like that. But it's still got the strengths, improvements, um, stats, uh, draft range, which, of course, they'll mostly be late or rookie. Um, and then, of course, they're vitals. So it gives a bit of an idea into a few others that we kind of have that were just outside that group. Uh, and then, yeah, that, it just adds a few more names to the mix, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It's, a, it's an excellent addition for those who really want to know you know, the full picture of, of the potential players that could be selected on draft night. Now, not only is there profiles in this draft guide, but there are also additional content such as features, player focuses, and information recapping the year as a whole. Now, what can readers expect in there? Yeah, so aside from the profiles, we've got plenty of other content because, of course, the, the profiles are probably the, the top 100 or so na uh, pages, I should say, about 110 pages. So there's still another 40 odd pages of other content throughout the guide. Um, we've got the uh, Talent League Team of the Year and, and the Medal of Course interview with Sarah Howley there. That's that's all in there. And with the championships, you've got 
Um, basically, the recap of that, you've got the MVPs and the All-Australian team, they're all profiled. We've got the South Australian team uh, profiled and um, the Rookie Me power rankings, of course, that uh, I did uh, that's exclusive to this guide. Uh, and then, of course, combine information from the list of combine invites, the top five results, and also um, our own uh, personal performance rating uh, that we've done here, uh, which is just rating their uh, performance at the combines. Uh, and then, of course, there's a few player focuses, some Q&As. Of course, we've got Sophie Peters in there and, and Sienna Tallaridi after her best on ground in the grand final. Uh, some AFLW draft bolters content. And, of course, we're looking ahead to next year. We've got um, a feature on the 2024 draft uh which I've sort of touted as the first AFLW Super Draft. And then, of course, the 24 in 2024, which is uh, once this draft is done, that's pretty much where we're focusing straight on to the next year. So um, plenty of content for both this year's draftees and next, and, of course, a, a mix of uh, top ages and mature ages as well. So a bit of uh, everything, really. Um, so everyone can check it out and really enjoy the content that's in there. It is certainly chock-a-block full of content now you did just mention the uh the 24 in 24 to look out for for the 24 2024 aflw draft crop now for people like me who like to say i told you so to all the people they know well in advance it's a great feature of the draft guide just give us a little bit of a rundown of what we can expect in there yeah so with the uh obviously the 2024 we've got a lot of content just for next year there's players that um, I've identified as those top 24. Uh, it's not uh, an exact science, but generally most players do end up getting drafted the next year. I know from last year's, um, when it was 22 in 2022, uh, 21 of them got drafted. So even though it's 12 months out, we've got a pretty good idea. Next year's pretty stacked. And this year I had to pick 24 out of the, uh, there was probably about 36 that I wanted to squeeze in here. There's a few AFLW Academy members that are really stiff to miss out i've put a couple of others that i've moved in ahead that were narrowly missed out on the academy but i think that they've got a lot of potential so i squeezed them in but um it's no disrespect to those who are in the academy and missed out there are only a couple but i think um of course the academy had 26 members compared to the 24 so there's always going to be a few that miss out but um yeah i'm pretty happy with the way it turned out there's a few that i could um interchange if you like but it's definitely a really strong crop so um really looking forward to next year and i think uh once we're through this draft it's going to be a, a really good one to start focusing on and, and analyzing just how much quality there is there brilliant well make sure you download the 2024 aflw draft guide from rookie me central uh the esteemed gentleman sitting opposite me has put in a mountain of work here and it is just so comprehensively detailed it should be your number one point of reference ahead of the 2023 aflw draft now, thank you very much for joining me on this special edition of Game Sense. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, no worries. Really enjoyed going through this and hopefully it clarified uh, some things for people. And if they missed any of it uh, in terms of in the draft guide, then hopefully it helped sort of found a few things uh, along the way. Definitely. Well, once again, make sure you download this draft guide. You'll be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't check it out and you know, top up your knowledge ahead of the draft in the coming weeks. Also, make sure you follow Rookie Me Central on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Rookie Me Central. 
and check out all the AFLW content on the website, central.rookieme.com forward slash AFL for all your previews, reviews, draft profiles, and stacks of analysis between now and the draft. Pete has put in so much work and time into this and you won't find any shortage of information on there. That's all we've got for this episode. We hope you tune in next week.